Hey, I'm Kristen. And I'm Amanda. We love a good story. And we especially love to laugh. It's an easy way to keep it tight and burn some calories. (laughs) Welcome to Tell Me More. We're back to you this week with another episode of Tell Me More. And we're in the middle of eating those cookies that I talked about last week. Highly recommend. The Winco cookies. The Winco. Hold on. Mint fudge chocolate cookies with real peppermint and covered with fudge. And they're as good. Do they live up to my hype? They did. Yep. Kristen has nothing else to say because she's just so thoroughly enjoying the cookie. So I thought of another recommendation. Mm, Okay. I I know this is silly, but I've been trying to like slow down, trying Mm -hmm. to like tighten my budget. Mm -hmm. But there are some times where I really need a soda. Maverick gas station. Has a great variety of sodas, mm. and on the side they have flavor pumps. Yep, I did not and know good that. Good ice and good ice. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you, being from California, I'm not used to nice gas stations. Uh-huh. You get in and you get out as fast as possible. Well, what about? Excuse me, I'm eating a cookie. What about our gas station on the corner? That's a good one too. Yeah, That's same thing. Decent. It's amazing. And like, they have the reusable cups, so you pay even cheaper. Mm-hmm. I love it. Mm-hmm. And then my next recommendation, I can't remember. I just thought of it two minutes ago. You do yours. Yeah. Um, my recommendation for the week is get your mother-in-law to come live with you. I'm so <laughs> jealous. I would love my mother-in-law to live with me. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. I'm not jealous. I am. I am jealous. Mm-hmm. No, I'm trying to think. I love my car. I love my new car that I got. Proceed. Tell us Back about it. Back in April. It's a Hyundai Tucson hybrid. It gets killer gas mileage, like usually 36 miles. Mm-hmm. The gallon has a really fun sunroof. Um, it's just a fun drive. Smooth ride. Has a little bit of turbo when I need to kick it into gear because people, the Utah people are tailing me. Yeah. It's just a fun car. I'm just really happy about it. Before that, I drove a tiny Prius C, which is the tiniest, okay, not the tiniest, but top five smallest cars out on the road these days. And so it's nice to be in a car that's a little larger, large and in charge. I love it. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Did you remember your recommendation? No, it's gone. I'll remember it mid. Okay. You'll tell us then. Well, um, listeners, we are continuing our story. And I should have put a warning or a caveat at the beginning of our last episode. Poop stories might not be your thing. Yeah, y'all's thing. And so if you feel the need to skip this episode, you can. But I think we got some great stories coming at you again this week. Do you agree? I do. I really do. Um, Kristen, you want to read our first listener submitted? Yeah. So this listener was at a certain boys camp. Mm -hmm. For youth. For youth. And they had a poop competition. Young men. They would take pictures of their dookies to see who had the biggest, most artistic, gooeyest, hardest, etc. Mm-hmm. I couldn't do that. I think I'm poop shy. Yeah. I was going to say, I know you mentioned the book Everybody Poops. Yes. But I had some friends that had a like a poop log in their yes. bathroom where you could describe it. Maybe just describing it would be better than drawing pictures it. than having pictures of it. E- yeah. Even just an artistic rendering, I feel better about than an actual photograph. So my photographic friend, Jessica actually sent me a book 
not necessarily that, but it's more of like a guest book journal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thoughts and things. I loved it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this listener happens to be my brother. Oh. <clears throat> oh, no. I just choked on cookie juice. Gross. That was in my throat. <laughs> <laughs> um, he says, I never dutied in my trousers on my mission in Brazil, <laughs> but there were a couple of photo finishes. One in particular, I remember we had eggplant lasagna for a meal and it did not sit well with me the rest of the day. When we were done working for the day and started walking home, I knew we were about 30 minutes away. That's when the bubble gut hit hard. Oh, the bubbles. We call it the thunder down under in our family. I was in gastrointestinal distress to a level I'd never experienced before. I knew the situation was dire and started walking faster and faster. I let my companion know what was going on as I tried my best to hold it in. It never cools down in Brazil, so the sweat was pouring down my face oh and my back gosh. as I came to a critical point. We were still five to ten minutes from home when I came to the realization I wasn't going to make it and I couldn't hold it any longer. I resigned myself to the embarrassment and just let go. What ensued was a stream of gas with a staccato rip, 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 <laughs> sounding like a motorcycle. <laughs> At this point... <laughs> At this point, my companion knew every moment counts and ran ahead a few blocks to unlock the door to the basement we rented. The pressure had released, but the torpedo was still loaded. I booked it the last couple blocks and zipped through the door to the bathroom and released the beast. The destruction and description of what followed is unnecessary, I think. Most can relate to the combination of relief and pain, but I was just happy to have kept my chonies clean. I and am especially so impressed when you are a missionary in another country where you have to do your own laundry many times in like a sink or a bucket, like I did. You definitely want to keep those chonies clean because you're going to be washing them. I would have chucked it hard. Not a washing machine. Okay, so I had a horrible experience at an airport. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's and this was before I realized that I had gallbladder issues. Right. So I'm at an airport. We just came back from a family. I think I'm loud. Am I loud enough? Yeah, probably. Um, we just had a family reunion at Island Park, Idaho. Fun. Gorgeous. Yeah, beautiful place. And I was catching my flight and I had my four-month-old daughter with me. Mm-hmm. And Michael was going to drive home with his parents. And so we were there and I was waiting in line. And I get this just, I start getting the sweats. Mm-hmm, the sweats. And I had literally... And I was talking to this family prior, which is funny because I saw, I met the family before we were on the same flight on the way there and they were all, we were going back. They were there for a wedding and I was talking all of a sudden, I'm like, I started sweating (laughs) and I started like, and I had my four month baby in a baby. I can even hear it in your breath. Like the, (laughs) (laughs) like just, and I'm like, this is not. This is not happening. Like mm-hmm. something like, how do you poop with a baby? Right. And you're in a baby. Uh-huh. Room. And yep. I was so worried, <laughs> not about kidnapping apparently, but about germs that this family, I asked them to hold my baby <laughs> and I book it to the bathroom. And I am like, I didn't want gravy legs on a flight. Like I like, what is gravy legs? You've never heard of gravy. Legs? I've never heard that phrase. Poop legs. Yeah. <laughs> So I like, and I'm in the bathroom pooping my brains out and I hear like they're calling my flight. And so this family 
is waiting on the side, waiting to board, holding, holding a random infant, baby. Holding a four-month-old. And then I start throwing up. No. No way. Why is it always both ends for you, Kristen? I'm a special girl. <laughs> yes. Start throwing up. Oh, no. And I think to myself, 12 hours drive in a car <clears throat> with an infant or two hours. So I lock it up. I lock it up by a miracle and I get on the plane and then all of a sudden it starts like happening again. Oh, but it's more no. topsies, not bottomsies. Okay. Well, that's good. And I have this little four month old baby and I didn't want them to not send me on the plane. I didn't want them to kick me off the plane. So I told them I was pregnant. Oh no. Do you wonder? Cause I didn't want them to kick yes. me off the plane for being sick. Cause I needed to get home. And so I told them that I was pregnant. Having a four-month-old baby, the looks I got. Yeah, I'm sure. The looks Uh I got. And that family took her again. Isn't that, like, forever and ever, that family will always be my angel. But they're going to be listening and being like, she said she was pregnant. I did. I lied. I straight up lied. And people are like, you have a four-month-old. Lock it up, lady. Yeah. You locked it up in other ways. I did. I did. They didn't know that I was actually a hero in my own story. Yeah. You, you, what a message, what a powerful message. You were the hero of your own story. But now, honestly, I flew many times alone with my kids. And since it can't get any worse than that, I, I'm never really nervous about flying with kids. Like if I'm not pooping and barfing, it's going to work out. Yeah. What about them? pooping and barfing. Maddie is a plain barfer. Mm -hmm. She gets motion sickness. And so I'm just ready. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Um, something in your story reminded me when I was in fifth grade, I was in the restroom having a really hard time getting my poop out, which, you know, happens sometimes. Um, and so I was just really trying my hardest to get back to class because, you know, Little Amanda loved to learn. You're so weird. I would <laughs> fake pooping to get out of class. No. Um, the problem was the fire alarm went off. And I assumed it was a drill, but I didn't know whether or not it was a drill. But this was like one of those situations where I've got to, like, I couldn't just stand <laughs> up. And so I was really trying. You were in mid. I was, I was in mid. I was really stressed out. I wasn't sure what to do. How <clears> old were you? Fifth grade. My gosh, yeah. Amanda, I want to hug you. Yeah. Long story short, I got off the toilet eventually and made it outside. I don't know that I had the cleanest poop of my life, but I was safe. I didn't get burned down in any fires. And turns out it was a drill. It was a drill? It was a drill. Wow, that is the worst so false alarm I've I could have just heard. stayed. Um, do you want to read this next listener submitted? Yes. My son is, a, is disabled and needs bowel cleanup. So that's fun. Every day is a poop story. Mm -hmm. He literally fights you to get a turd. (laughs) (laughs) I love this woman, by the way. She, oh, I love her. My oldest, for some reason, when he was like four or five, thought it would be a good idea to poop in our backyard. I had no idea. I was sitting in the grass, pulling weeds from the flower bed and sat in it. Oh my gosh. Can I actually tell you another embarrassing poop story? Cause um, that reminds me. Yeah. Go for it. That story reminded me of something too. So. Okay. That, um, when I was little, 
I was little. Yeah. Um, I didn't want to go inside. We played outside all summer. Out, like we would yeah. grab, we had fruit trees in our backyard. So we would grab these fruit trees, mm-hmm. like fruit from the trees and just keep going unless you had too many apricots. And um, then you'd get tummy issues, but I wanted to keep playing. Yeah. So I did poop in my backyard, a perfect poop on the grass. I hope it was on the grass. Mm-hmm. And my dad came home and he asked me, what is this? Mm-hmm. And I blamed it on a dog. Yeah. We didn't have a dog. <laughs> <laughs> um, my brother, the Frisbee plate golf course brother Yeah, from yeah. last week. Um, he would also poop outside a lot and we did have a dog that he could blame it on, but you can tell the difference. Um, if you're real squeamish, you might want not to listen. You might want to not listen to this next thing, but occasionally he would also poop inside the house. One time when I was babysitting, he pooped on the dining room carpet and I ran to go get some toilet paper to pick it up. And when I came back, the dog was smacking his lips. Ah! The dog had eaten it. Ah! Um, but speaking of pooping outside, I think you should tell the story about your nephew. So my nephew was in the middle of the... Oh, I'm still grossed out by the dog. Yeah. I, I, I vomited. Not... I gagged, I dry heaved, and I think eventually I did throw up because I was so grossed out by it. Oh, and now I don't I don't know why you offered me chocolate cookies. What is <laughs> That wrong? you still have on the... I'm, I'm you still my... have it on the side of your mouth, Kristen. Okay. Uh, chocolate residue. It's gone now. Okay. So um, my sweet nephew, Ben, was potty training. And so he was kind of running around naked. And all of a sudden she found him. She couldn't find him for a second. She found him pop out of the neighbor's bushes. And apparently this neighbor was an old cranky neighbor that had like a pristine flower garden. Mm -hmm. And that is where the sweet boy decided to poop perfectly. And then she says, thank goodness, which we're judging her for. (laughs) Um, she said that the neighbor was in a decline, so didn't notice it. And they were able to cover evidence. Yep. And it was just more fertilizer for his garden. Yes. That could have really put a damper, put a damper on the neighborly, the neighborly relationship. Would have put a, are you saying it would have put a turd in the punch bowl? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, when we potty trained our oldest, a boy, we just had him sit on the toilet, no matter if he was going poop or pee. I think that's pretty normal. Yeah. When he got potty training down and was a little older, we taught him, explained to him that he can stand while going potty. I tried that when I was younger. Yeah. He started going to poop everywhere on the floor and toilet, and we couldn't figure out what was going on. (laughs) After a few times, we finally realized that he was trying to poop while standing up. I don't remember if we specified that you only pee while standing. I mean, if you only call it potty, whether it's number one or number two, and you say, oh, by the way, kid, you can do that standing up. Yeah. I probably sorry, was that confused. Is so but cute. Isn't that, that is actually adorable? so adorable. Okay, here's one. It says when my nephew was two, he started taking off his diaper and handing his poop to his parents. Yes, that is so much fun when kids do mm-hmm. that. He would be here, put it a little bit. Sorry. He'd come out of his room and and or whenever, and he just took he took it off with poop in his hand. One day they were eating dinner at the table and he <laughs> sat a bitter next to them on the table. It was bad timing because she was just about to start. She was just about to have their second baby and didn't want to do the potty training yet. But she was forced to start. Okay. Aww. Um, my brother, the one that 
barely missed having an embarrassing story in Brazil. Um, when he was a little boy, my mom came in to find him in his crib, diaper off, finger painting all over the wall with his poop all over his face, all over his body, all over the walls. I mean, depending on the texture, it could be a great finger painting material. Right? Yeah, I actually have a horrible poop story. Oh, worse than everything else we've shared today? Actually, yes. Okay, let's hear it. <sighs> this almost broke me mentally. <laughs> and I'm laughing. I'm sorry. I, I shouldn't laugh. Like, almost broke me mentally. Okay. Um, My sweet boys yeah. have a great imagination. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, another poop story. Okay, focus, Kristen. Yeah, one at a time. Um, yes, have a great imagination. I love them so much. Mm -hmm. And one day they were super quiet and which is a problem. Yeah. And I found them. They were both getting along and there was like good noises, right? Like they were both so happy. And I noticed that all of a sudden they look and they I don't even rem I, I, I kind of blocked out the story. So it's, I'm having to really think You're about trying it. to think about the details. Mm -hmm. They took my hand towels and they were pretending to clean the toilet and cleaning the walls and the door and the bathroom. And they were using the toilet water to do all of this. Uh -huh. Right. And they were pretending to clean into the point where they put almost every item in my linen closet that had just been recently Folded and washed, yeah. organized mm -hmm. and just pretty fine. And, and put it in the toilet? Everything was put in the toilet and then put back into there. There was poop. Put back into the linen closet? Yeah. This is a true story. I don't even know. I might even have my sister say it because I called her bawling my eyes out. Yeah. And I realized that. So I was freaking out about that. And then I smelled it. It hit me. And I realized that the toilet water that they were using was one of the toilet that was sorry david had not flushed his yeah. poop in it <gasps> so poop water was all over my house all over my walls uh, upstairs oh and all my over gosh. my linens kristen how did you sell that house it was my house that i am in and <laughs> oh, oh and i realized what house you're in now yes let me tell you and you know what do you know why i was do why i forgot why i was have like yes true story my i invited some friends over i was going to show them my new house we had just moved in oh, and i was no. cleaning and cleaning and that's why I didn't notice they were gone right i was just cuz you were so focused trying to get your house ready and i Oh, Christ. So hard. Luckily, my friends, other than making a couple of poop jokes, understood and we rescheduled where it was going to be. But I was like, I, it was a point where I'm like, where do I start? What do I do? Like, how do I start? How do I work in? Right. So, how did you clean that up? This is what I did. Cried super hard. Yep. Mm -hmm. um, made Michael come home early because I was going to lose my mind. Yep. And I started, I took a ton of garbage bags and I just started first things first was started bagging it up, oh my bagging gosh. and bagging and bagging. And Melissa was like, Melissa, my wonderful sister gave me like a step-by-step -step instruction of what to do. Cause I was just like, I kept going like this. Uh, 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 uh. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Did you 
throw all that stuff in the wash? Um, like bleach and vinegar and... So we actually took it all to a laundromat. Because oh. it was like comforters. And they took oh, the towels and they were rubbing no. it on like... If memory blankets. Like blankets that... Kristen. Isn't that a horrible story? That's awful. Yeah. This is a true story. Um, Can we lighten it up now? Yes. That one, that one makes me feel tummy sick. Yeah. Well, so does your dog eating dirt. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay. <laughs> uh, listener says, when our oldest was a newborn, my husband was changing the diaper, and I was, I don't know, observing, handing wipes, who knows. But I'm standing near the baby's head while he has no diaper on. This We know where this is going. Yeah. He proceeds to have runny newborn milk poop that is just streaming out of his bum. Like the worst kind of squirt it's gun you can imagine. It's the weirdest thing to see. Yeah, because it does shoot like a little squirt gun. Yeah. My husband sees this, pushes the diaper up to catch it, but instead it acts like a wall <gasps> redirecting the stream of poop <laughs> into my face. So I yell, and then he redirects it to the wall. So pure chaos in the nursery. And in the other room, all you hear is my mom laughing so hard. No help offered. I like your mom. I'd party. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Ooh, this one says poop in the bathtub is the worst. Okay. I disagree. Sometimes it is the only way we can get Maximo to poop is by putting him in a warm bath. The warm water on his tummy. He will go from like screaming devil child to happiest little baby playing in the bathtub. And Maximo's poops are always hard. And so I don't know if it's just the mom in me, but it's like, great, you pooped. And I... Yeah. Fish it out. And I say, it's time to be done in the bathtub now that you did your business. And it's like way easier to me than spitting on his belly button and rubbing his, rubbing actually, his tummy with my thumb. That's actually how I feel about gas. Yeah. I'm telling you. And I actually pooped too. Maddie had horrible. Did you say I actually poop too? No. And, and actually poop oh, too. Okay. But Amanda, I have something to tell you. Okay. I, I do poop too. <laughs> <laughs> No, but like Maddie had like poop babies where I had to like, it was traumatic, right? And you're like Large trying. poops, yeah. Yes. And they're not coming out. And they're not coming out. And it's horrible. It's so sad. So like to this day, even changing like Andy's diaper, I'm like, I'm okay with poop. Because I'm like, I'm so glad it's not causing you pain. Yeah, for sure. So I get, mm -hmm. I get that. However, if this person is describing like runs poops in the bathtub yeah that sucks that sucks yes <laughs> this next listener oh uh, you'll more than likely guess who this is but it's fine when i was in college my brother and i signed up for a genetics and ai artificial insemination class for bovine well when we got done with the classes we were invited to go to a dairy and practice and if you don't know in animals you use one arm in the anus to find and hold the cervix and the other hand you use the AI straw to insert into vagina to breed. Well, I'm pretty sure I was the only girl slash woman in the class. The rest men. At the dairy practicing, I would put one arm in the bum and start working on inserting the gun. Well, my skinny little arm doesn't plug the poop hole all the way. So poop just ran down my arm and down no! in my cover, down in my coveralls. No matter what, I no matter what I tried, I always got pooped on. My brother laughed a lot and pointed it out to everyone. He would say, well, if you weren't such a little skinny word, maybe you wouldn't get pooped on. Needless to say, my AI career was short. I know how and can do it. 
I just don't want to be pooped on. That is hilarious mm-hmm. and awful. And we know who that is. We totally know who yeah. that is. And she does still have skinny arms, guys. She like, does have skinny arms. Yes. Like, she's just a skinny thing anyways. But, like, even now. Those arms are not going to plug any. No. Any she cows, would be pooped on. Even now. Mm-hmm. She does not have poop. She has very poopable arms. Yeah. Good. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel her rolling her eyes at us as she's listening. Yeah, probably. Do you feel it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. Last listener, when you want to read it. Okay. Growing up at our household, if you ever got kicked out of school, suspended, or whatnot, you got to go home and shovel out the pig pen until it was clean, clean, clean. Let's say that sometimes between my brothers and the neighbor's kids, those piggies loved a clean life. Or sorry. Loved a clean life. Yes. Or I think she meant lived a clean life. Yeah. Those were clean (gasps) piggies. Oh my gosh. That is amazing. If only we all had pig pens. Oh my gosh. For our kids to clean up pig pens. Oh my gosh. David came home today. Um, they always write notes about how his day goes. Yes. He gets, a, he's a little tracker. He's a, yes. He has and, a little tracker. Yes. Mm-hmm. And he, I never get, okay. So this is a, my whole theory. I, you want them to stay at threes, but if they go down to two, that's like a warning. Two. But, yeah, it is. Right. Uh-huh. I, and, but if they go back to three, then I don't even say anything to him because I can see maybe he's trying. Right. right? Mm-hmm. But today, um, he got a couple of low. He got a couple. Of, he got some ones, which is oh. not good. But it made me laugh. And is that said, part of what made your day so crappy? Yeah, actually, <laughs> there was. It was just he was struggling today. Yeah, but it was really funny. Um, it says David was a little argumentative, and you could tell she was being nice about it. Right. And so he said, and then so I talked to David. I was like, "Hey, bud. Hey, bud. Um, how you?" How are you feeling? Did you have a hard day today? And he goes, no, I didn't. Who said I did? Why would you even say that, mom? N- nothing, nothing. Nothing. Actually, I have a David poop story. This okay. literally just happened. Oh, gosh. Okay, let's hear it. I am stuck in a public bathroom, which I hate. You can ask any of my kids. Since they were little, we call we play hands up. Hands up. Don't touch anything. Yep. Hands up. Um, it's really hard when you, all three of your kids are ADHD and crammed into one stall. Yeah. Um, so David was so sweaty that I had, I had a hard time and he had a hard time pulling his pants up and down and he's oh, eight. No. He's fully capable of doing it himself, but he was so sweaty that he just he couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. So I had to go in there and I couldn't just leave to pull his pants back up. Mm-hmm. So I had to stay in there. And I'm hearing just, I'm sitting right next, like standing next to my son. He is just destroying this bathroom. Mm-hmm. And I am like stuck. What is it? Like I'm getting hot pocketed, like hot boxed, hot boxed. Yes. With in the this smell. And I, I am like trying to like breathe through my shirt because <laughs> I don't want to shame him. Like right. where else are you supposed to be? You know? And I kept hearing him go, Oh, that's a big boy. <laughs> That's a big papa. <laughs> like, but through like a poop sounds. Aww. But he kept saying that. And he wasn't saying it to be funny. He was just, oh, that's a big boy. That's a big papa. <laughs> oh, no. But did I ever tell you the time where he walked in on me pooping? Because none of my kids have any sense of boundaries. Okay. I'm sitting there pooping, trying to be by myself. Yeah. Trying to be like a dad. Mm-hmm. Right? And not be rushed. Yeah. And David walks in and I'm like, Excuse Dude, you. I'm, I'm, I'm pooping. Can I have a moment to myself? And he goes, oh, sure. But by the way, 
it really smells in here. Yeah. Like pure judgment. Thank you for that information. Pure judgment. We have to mention in many countries outside the United States, specifically your sister-in-law served in Guatemala. Guatemala. Um, I served in Argentina. A lot of places you cannot flush the toilet paper because it will wreck the plumbing system. So it's just kind of a given that you're going to have toilet paper in the toilet, I mean, in the, in the trash can next yes. to it. And so your sister, first of all, she had a story. She said it was her uncle yeah. who had served in Colombia, was brand new to the mission, oh. is at this member's house, and goes number two, and there's no toilet paper to be seen. And he was so desperate that he pulled out dirty toilet paper from the trash can and used it. And that reminded me of a story on my mission in one of the first places I served Argentina's toilets. Some of them from like older times, the water tank was built into the wall. And if they were in, in good condition, there was just a button on the wall that you would push. But a lot of times they were in disrepair. And so the cover had been ripped out and you basically stuck your hand into this dark wool wall ah, and had Indiana, to reach down like in Indiana like Jones Indiana style. Jones style and reach and feel for the tube and lift the tube up because that would let the water come out and make, you know, your stuff go down. Well, in this member's house, I got in there and there was already like some poop and pee in the toilet leftover from somebody else, probably a kid based on the size of things. But then I went and I forgot to throw my toilet paper in the trash. So then my toilet paper is in the toilet and I'm trying to get it to go down and it is not going down. And I'm sticking my hand down in that scary wall. And then I go to wash my hands and there was no soap. And I'm like, I can't eat at this house. I just want to go. Anyway, I did eat and left my little surprise for them in the bathroom. But that's not even the story I wanted to tell. I wanted to tell a story about um, the year was 2006. I was living in a place called San Luis, Argentina, and some members had just fed us sandwiches, which are delicious in Argentina. But they had bought some meat from a little neighborhood market that was bad. Like, it was bad lunch meat. I don't know what was wrong with it. Um, my companion who had faster digestion than me, it hit her about the time we were taking a taxi home and it didn't hit me until the middle of the night, but we call it the black death diarrhea week because we literally, I could not have a swallow of Gatorade without it running right through me and having to diarrhea it out. And this lasted for about a week in the middle of the world cup. Um, and there was a couple days where we just laid in bed at one point. I thought it was a toot, but something else came out and we were so weak and so exhausted. I just folded the sheet over on top of itself and kept sleeping, trying to sleep it off. It was miserable. The elders came over and like tried to make us soup and brought us Gatorade, but like literally nothing, nothing stayed inside of us. Oh my god! It was terrible. I have a friend that um, had to use a bathroom and there was no toilet paper. And he wrote, well, that was the end of one of my favorite pairs of socks. <laughs> yeah. I laughed smart. So hard. Totally would do it. Um, really I laughed hard. so hard. And then another time. When I was uh, a missionary, I only wore nylons. And so that wasn't really going to help me. That is, that was, yeah. oh my goodness. 
No, um, I had another time um, a person wrote about having really bad tummy problems and just it was the whole week their whole family had diarrhea and she had to go pick up her son from school and so she tried to prepare she had sketch she put on her sketch underwear she wrapped herself in a sweatshirt and she was <laughs> she said, around the waist. and she said that she barely made it and her the her son's kindergarten class was like the kindergarten was like a block away mm -hmm. it was just right there and so she, and so she tied and she said, I made it three houses down and my kids thought it was the funniest thing. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. I would have been like, kid, you're on your own. Yeah. Cause didn't she say like three times in three the five times. minute walk? Yes. Oh my gosh. And that's what somebody wants to talk away. to you. Yeah, and then burn them. And burn them. Burn the pants. Burn Everything. it all. Burn it all to the ground. Burn it to the ground. Yeah. Burn that mother. Amen. Yeah. Um, no. I am I'm still like I'm still just like shocked about all of our poop stories because I completely yeah. get it and I understand. Well, this this was a lot, listener. This was a lot of emotions this week. Um as we announced a couple weeks ago, we do have a website now. You can find the link to our website in the details of each episode. If you look down and read the details of the episode, you'll see the link to our website there. It's also in our bio on Instagram. Why would you care about our website, you ask? Why? Well. Why would we care? Well, let me tell you, Kristen. You should care because after you listen to an episode, we get feedback from many of you that, of course, after the episode, you have all these stories that you want to share. All these things come to your remembrance. And you're like, oh, I remember about this. Oh, why didn't I send in that story? Well, now, friends, you can. We'd love for you to submit any stories from any of our previous topics any of them. So go check out our website. Um, the topics are listed there so you can kind of jog your memory and say, oh right, I did have a story about a celebrity run-in that I wanted to share. Now is the time. Now is the time, friends. We'd love to hear more of your submissions. And can I also just say, you did a great job on the website. Thank you. I'm just learning. You did amazing. I'm just figuring it all out. Um, Kristen, you want to say our sign-off? I don't know what, what sign. Have a great week. No. See you. <laughs> <laughs> See you next Tuesday. Bye, friends. <laughs> if you enjoyed this episode, we'd love it if you subscribed and gave us a rating or review. We'll have another episode next Tuesday, but until then, be sure to join us on Instagram at tellmemohor.